This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 49 with Joseph Kiss. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobshire and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a very interesting show for you today, but before we jump into the meat of our show, I just wanted to touch on a couple of housekeeping items. I really appreciate the emails and feedback from my listeners, because not only do I learn from your feedback of how to improve the show, but also how to provide more value to you, which is fantastic. One of the suggestions I got about directing people to links of my partners and sponsors is to make the URLs a little shorter and easier to remember. So you suggested it and I listened so you can go and grab a free audiobook download now at cashflowninjabook.com and also text free book to 44222 and I will send you your link to download the free audiobook. I've also listed all of our books that our guests recommend at cashflowninja.com forward slash books if you're looking for great books to learn from. Today, the 26th of September, 2016, Carlos, Lara, and Bob Murphy from the Nelson Nash Institute are presenting a free webinar, How to Weather the Coming Financial Storms and How You Can Protect Yourself. This webinar is set to start at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The webinar can be accessed at cashflowninja.com forward slash IBC. They will talk about how to use the infinite banking strategy to protect your assets from the problems that they have identified and discussed in this webinar. I am, of course, also a member of the Nelson Nash Institute and an authorized infinite banking practitioner, and I help people, small business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals implement the infinite banking strategy in their financial lives and also in their businesses. If you'd like more information after you'd listened to the webinar, please send me an email at info at cashflowninja.com and put webinar in the heading. That link is again cashflowninja.com forward slash IBC for the webinar. On September 27th, my friend Manish Bendy from Gold and Silver for Life that I interviewed in episode four will launch a promotion with a free webinar teaching people how to cash flow their gold and silver. He's taught people how to buy gold and silver under spot prices and then create income streams from them. This way you can protect your wealth and create an income stream from them. By the way, his student success rate is extremely high for everybody that has followed and implemented the system that he teaches. This webinar is available at cashflowyourgold.com. That's cashflowyourgold.com. In today's show, we're going to look at what point when you start a business, do you start to delegate tasks to others? And this is really important because as the leader of your business... 
as your business grow, you need to start working more and more on your business and not in your business. Now, when you start a business as entrepreneurs and business owners, we tend to be very protective of our business and tend not want to give up any control, especially in the beginning. And this is exactly the exact opposite of what you need to do in order to grow your business more effective and even faster. In the information age, it's very, very easy more cost-effective, and better for the growth of your business to outsource tasks to an assistant or virtual assistant. In today's episode, we're going to look at outsourcing, how to choose what tasks to delegate to others, and as an entrepreneur, business owner, and investor in the information age, how to delegate tasks to a virtual team that assists you. We're also going to be looking at how to communicate and manage a virtual team and look at crucial mistakes to avoid when working with virtual staff. My guest today is Joseph Kiss. Joseph Kiss is the founder and CEO of Somebody to Hire, a premier virtual assistant and staffing solution for small and medium-sized enterprises. With operations based in the Philippines, they offer their clients a way to offload administrative, customer service, and marketing functions so that their clients can do what they're best at and let an assistant handle the rest. Now, before we are joined by Joseph, just a reminder that you can find all of our past shows and show notes at CashflowNinja.com, and you can join our community and mailing list by texting the word CashflowNinja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222, that's two fours and three twos. You can also support the show by doing your Amazon shopping through our homepage at CashflowNinja.com forward slash Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything, and it supports our show. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Cashflow Ninja podcast with your host, MC Lobsher. You must be prepared to ignite. Yourself, welcome to the show. Hey, MC. Thank you for having me. Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. So I started uh, a few years back, you know, basically just uh, I was at a point in my life where I had a cash flow problem. And that's really what it came down to. So, uh, you know, I, I looked at what I was doing, a lot of stress, you know, the nine to five uh, IT job. And I just wasn't making enough money uh, to support the lifestyle that I wanted. And that lifestyle was basically uh, taking care of my wife, my child, and, uh, you know, possibly traveling the world. So I was making enough money to just sit around and, uh, you know, have the, the Friday night drinks with friends, etc., like everybody else in life is doing. But I wanted more. I'm, I'm a little bit selfish that way, I guess you can say. And I've always wanted to start a business. I did have a, a small, you know, teen, teeny-weeny business way back uh, with computer support. But at this point, I am, you know, I, I just, again, I had a cash flow problem. I wanted more. I wanted more from life. And outsourcing was actually what really helped me in my business when I first started. So I saw a huge value in it. And I knew some people in, in the industry uh, over in the Philippines, for example. And so what I did was I created a business and a model that helps entrepreneurs and small business owners outsource business processes like data entry, for example, social media, you know, all the things that real business owners should not be tinkering around with. And unfortunately, we have too many entrepreneurs out there 
that want to be business owners, but they're doing everything in their business, which is taking a lot of time away from family and all the other cool things that uh, they want to do. And really what it comes down to is hard work and having an effective team around you to take over and do a lot of the work for you so that you can concentrate on things like sales and building relationships, which is what business is all about. Uh, now, why did you choose the the Philippines to outsource? Yeah, so, you know, like I said before, we've got some, I know some guys that are already in the game in the industry, and the Philippines is just, in my opinion, the best place to outsource most, if not all, business processes. And that is because the population of the Philippines really does speak English. It's their second language, for example, in the cities of Manila, Cebu, or Davao, uh, you know, English can be their first language. I mean, the, all the movies in the movie theaters are all in English. They're all Hollywood blockbusters and everybody speaks English. Anytime I'm in the Philippines, you know, they're always I'm always able to communicate with people. And the Philippines pumps out tons of university graduates in IT and all kinds of different uh, uh, industries. So you've got a huge, huge scalable workforce that speaks English. And English is very important to our clients because we've got customer service clients, for example, that really need you know, English speakers. So uh, Philippines is definitely a great place for outsourcing. For the entrepreneurs out there and investors, now they started their business or their investing business, at, you know, what are some of the reasons and at what stage should they start looking and consider outsourcing? Great question. So one thing I can definitely say is that you need help. You you will always need help in your business, whether it's developing your initial website. I mean, look, I, I've seen a lot of websites where people, uh, investors and a lot of real estate people have gotten into, you know, the real estate uh, industry and they start building their own WordPress websites and they're terrible at it because they're not WordPress developers, right? So yeah. they've got all this, yeah, they've got all this uh, uh, knowledge in the real estate industry, which is where they should be actually focusing, but instead they spend countless nights and days working on their website, which is a brutal mistake when you could be out there acquiring, um, you know, clients, uh, whether that's face-to-face or, you know, on social media sites, forums, etc. So really outsourcing just takes all the little itty-bitty processes that are, that you should not be really handling and you pay a small fee to have someone do it for you so that you don't have to stress about it. There's no sense in learning WordPress if that's not your, your skill set. And I see it all the time. Now, are there some other tasks too besides the, the WordPress and website that can be delegated, especially you've mentioned real estate investors, that they can delegate out to the, these people in uh, the Philippines? Yeah. yeah, data entry. I mean, anything that's office-related can be outsourced. Anything that's in the office, anything that's online. Look, you've got real estate investors that have you know, the, the opportunity to stand out from the rest with videos and their blogs. But what they're doing is they're spending their time on other you know, tedious tasks instead of just recording themselves on their phone and then writing about what they just spoke about and then handing that off to a team that can then blast it all over social media um, you know, you can create ebooks, et cetera, et cetera. So all these little things can be handled by a virtual assistant somewhere like Philippines, or you can hire someone locally if you have the cash flow in the U.S. or Canada or whatever country you're in. 
and then they they handle all the blog post updates, etc. So really, you can get more eyes to see you if you're consistent with your messaging online and off. And the way to do that is to create a little bit of content, but then have someone actually blast that info out for you, if that makes sense. So social media, uh, whether that's, uh, you know, mail, list goes on and on. Yeah. And I mean, that's a very powerful lesson because, you know, especially when you first start and you're trying to create something and build something, you almost look, look at it as your baby, right? You don't want to let it go. But if you actually just do, you know, Pareto's law, the 80, 20 and take, actually take it down to 10, 90 and focus on the 10% of things that's actually, uh, income generating activities that, You know, your rainmaking skills right there and that 90%, you can delegate that out to a virtual assistant. I'll give you, I'll give you an idea of how easy it actually is to outsource. And a lot of people don't outsource because they fear that exactly what you said, they're giving up control, etc. They don't know how to do it. This is how you do it. You find someone that you can hire, let's say locally or, you know, virtually in the Philippines. What you do is you set up a Trello board. That's Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O.com. It's absolutely free. It's easy to use, and you can use it as your project management system for your workflows and all the stuff that you need to do. Then you just simply add the email address into Trello of your virtual assistant, right? So they're connected, and they see all the stuff there. All your instructions go in there. You can use something like Jing, J-I-N-G, from TechSmith which records your screen and your voice. I mean, how powerful is that? So you can literally point to, you know, different things on your website or your your data entry, whatever you're trying to train, you can use your voice and articulate. And then you use that link, you put it into Trello and say, watch this, this is how I'd like to have this process done. And then it's basically just training. Training is the key. Once you've trained someone well enough to do this process, process A, process B, process C, a lot of the times it's on autopilot. Unless you need to make changes to that process, then you go in and you change the process itself in your training, which is uploaded to Trello. And that's it. And you can communicate with these people via Trello, Skype, email. In a a nutshell, outsourcing is actually very simple as long as you can train someone to handle the processes for you. Now, if you're not handling that process, such as web uh, site development, you can actually go and uh, hire a web developer who can tell you what you need to, what you should have done on your website, for example. And document your processes too. I think that's a exactly. that's a very good, good a lesson that I've learned is just to go through. And there's an area right now that of of my business that I'm looking to outsource to uh, to someone else and I'm just going through the process of putting a checklist together of exactly the workflow and documenting it so I can hand it over and you know you don't lose uh, you know a step in in that process and then in that workflow Absolutely documentation is the key especially when working with teams whether locally or virtually Now are there some tips that you can give with regarding to managing a virtual team? Absolutely. So if you want to manage your own virtual team, that's great. Then you, you, know, you might want to look into management skills. The great thing about what we do, and I, I'm, maybe I'm giving myself a plug here, but uh, shamelessly, but uh, what we do is we, we actually 
make sure our staff are working. So we have a management team in our agency that makes sure that our guys and girls are showing up daily and doing what they need to be doing. So we actually manage the people, whereas our clients just simply put what they want to have done into our project management system. And then we make sure that these guys and girls are actually doing the work. Now, if you go to upwork.com, you can hire, you can go and do the whole HR processing, which we do at our agency. You can do all of that and hire and hopefully have someone that's you know, very valuable and knows what they're doing and do it that way. So uh, really it's about where, where your strengths are. If, you're not, if you've never managed the team, then you might want to consider an agency that looks after their people and make sure that the work is getting done. Or if you are comfortable with working with people, the, the main, I mean, the main thing is to, to make sure that all of your instructions and all of your processes are documented and that you have the training available all the time. Training, again, I go back to this. Training is the number one key and vital important part of the whole process. If you can train one person or an entire team effectively and have most of your stuff on autopilot, then you don't really have to worry about you know, those processes ever again. And the programs that you guys have, you guys, you don't have to jump in, you know, right away with everything. You can start small and start delegating more and more tasks, right? Absolutely. So when you hire a personal assistant or a virtual assistant, really, they are the same thing. What you want to do is make sure that the person that you've hired is able to handle one task. Then you add them, you add another one and you keep adding on top. And the great thing is, after several months or a year, however long it takes, you might be able to see that they are able to work on their feet, uh, work by themselves and not have, um, I mean, questions are always good, right? If they're going right. to come with questions, that's great. But if they're able to think on their feet a lot of the times and make suggestions, then at that point, I would suggest getting them uh, trained as a project manager for your team. Now, what are some of the biggest mistakes to avoid when working with virtual staff? <laughs> Again, I'm going to go back to the training. So this is not an autopilot push button, which a lot of internet marketers, oops, yes, here I go, <laughs> ranting about internet marketing. It's not a push button technology or, or, or what have you. Basically what it is, is you're working with people. So when you work with people, you need to give them guidance. And guidance usually and most of the time comes in the form of training. If you can train your people, then you will have higher success than if you don't train them enough. If you go in thinking that they should know what you know, then you will fail because these people do not know what you know. Example, you know, your process for ABCD, you have to put that into instructions, whether it's text or a screen capture, it has to be documented. And a lot of people make the mistake and think, well, it's going to take me longer to do it that way. Yes. So if you've got process A that's eating up 30 minutes of your day, if you actually go and document how you do that process and give it over to someone, like a personal assistant, imagine the time that it's going to save over the course of a month when it's taking you 30 minutes a day to do that process, right? For example, bookkeeping. There you go. Hire someone to do your bookkeeping. The big takeaway here is, 
for listeners out there, even if you're just starting, if you've, you know, you've six months in your business, even if you're three months in your business, start documenting all of your processes and your workflow. Uh, number one, you'll be able to see where you can improve your workflow and become more effective and more efficient. And then when you do need to outsource and pass it on, you can train that person and guide them as best you can from, from that documentation. Focus on your strengths, know your strengths, know your human life value, know your sole purpose, and know what your rainmaking ability is, and focus all of your time on that, and automate and delegate the rest of that. Exactly. And remember, if you don't have processes documented, you're never going to be able to sell your business. That's another takeaway. Yeah, that's that's great. Now, as an entrepreneur, we face a lot of adversity and it's not always rainbow and unicorns. Um, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned and some of the best advice that you've gotten on your journey? The best advice I've had on my journey is not to listen to, let's say, the people that say no and then get down about yourself. So this is really, business really comes down to, uh, you know, getting in front of enough people, the right people that want your services or your products. So if you're going to take no as an answer and get down about it and have low self-esteem, then then you're going to lose. I mean, really, when you have people telling you no, it's because either your sales pitch wasn't on point, you weren't able to sell them, or really they're not the ones that you want to focus on. And always, always make sure that before you create a product or a service, you go out and make sure that there's actually a need for your stuff, right? So with our stuff, what we're doing, outsourcing, there always has been a need and there will be a need for outsourcing different um, tasks and business processes. So we, you know, I knew in the beginning that it was going to be a success. Now, selling your business, or sorry, selling the, the fact that people need to use your services or your products, that is where you really need to focus on and there's a lot of great books on execution uh, and different uh, uh, sales methods that you can read that will propel you forward. Look, business is, is hard. It is. And that's why a lot of people, I guess, fail because they don't want to move forward. They just get stuck and then they say, oh, well, I tried. The people that I see that succeed in business, millionaires, they just keep moving forward and they keep teaching and learning and learning and learning and learning and uh, you know part of that is uh, learning through your mistakes and also reading books so it's always it's always about learning more to better enhance your knowledge so that today you can work more effectively than you did yesterday boom now that's very very powerful use every opportunity as a learning opportunity too it's it's critical. Like you said, every no, there's an opportunity to learn from that no. Why did you get the no? As you mentioned, your pitch wasn't probably good enough. Did you target the right uh, buyer? <laughs> you know, exactly. do, you, do you know your avatar and who you're supposed to be selling to, right? Yeah, uh, I spoke to a guy uh, recently who has used outsourcing and he had a sour uh, taste in his mouth. Because, you know, it, it just didn't work out properly. And he reached out to me and said, you know, I, I'm thinking about it and, and et cetera, et cetera. And then at the end of the call, he basically almost hung up on me. Now, where did I go wrong? I had to analyze what I said. And, you know, I, I quickly realized that I wasn't really 
<laughs> I didn't really address the issues that he had before, and I should have addressed those issues a little more than I did. So there's always something to learn from, you know, conversations or or processes that you have in place. Always analyze what's not working, and then try to make adjustments. Now, Joseph, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skills. What are you currently studying and what skill sets are you currently learning? <laughs> what am I studying right now? I am studying sales and persuasion. So I, I just recently downloaded a book and I'm going to look, uh, look it up right here. Uh, you know what? It comes down to sales. So the best business people that I've come across are the ones that are able to sell their services and um, you know what it, it also comes down to execution so we've got a book I've got a book that I've I've read several times called the four disciplines of execution and it's really it really comes down to mindset and the ability to execute so that's that's actually a really great book for your listeners to go out and read it's really boring it's not you know unicorns and rainbows but if you take the concepts out of this book, it's really going to help you in the long run with your execution of your processes every day. Now, a core message in our show, too, is to leave our families and communities and the world a better place than what we found it in by passing down a mindset and values and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth, achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Start a business. First of all, you got to start a business if you want to break free from the nine to five um, program, which is where most people right now are stuck in. So, you know, you can go to school. That's fantastic. Knowledge is power. You're going to go to university. That's fantastic. When you get out of university, if you get a job, which most people need to to survive, then start something on the side, something that you are very uh, passionate about and keep going and stay up until midnight or 1 a.m. in the morning every night like I did when I started my business and had a full-time job and make sure that, that you, have, you have something in life that you can say it's your own, you know, it's your own and, and move beyond the nine to five. Look, I'm not saying the nine to five is the wrong way to go. Not everyone is, is cut out for business. But if you want to make truckloads of money, that is the way to do it. Just start a side business and focus on it. Outsource whatever you can so that you can get to the end result quicker. I'm going to put the four disciplines of execution on my, on my list. Is, are there any other books besides that that you would recommend to my listeners? Absolutely. And uh, you know what? I'm so pumped up. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the book. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's... Um, Oh, it's called Predictable Revenue. Okay. I just started reading that. I actually saw that uh, in a blog post somewhere that uh, someone recommended a whole bunch of business books, and Predictive Revenue is one of them. And uh, so basically, you know, you asked me, what am I learning? Again, it's all about execution and sales. That's where my focus is, and that's where business owners' focus, focus should be is execution and sales. How to get your product or service in front of enough people so that you get a bunch of leads and then convert them through persuasion. No, that's great. There are so many people that have a million-dollar business idea, but they don't have the million-dollar execution, and that's a skill that you can that you can learn. And it's so true. Sales, it, that's your revenue. 
two very important parts um, in in this process. Now, Joseph, how can my audience learn more about you and your company and just keep informed of all the projects that you're involved with? Thank you for uh, for allowing me to do this. Uh, you know, people can find us at somebodytohire.com. Uh, you can use T-O or the number two. It goes to the same place with the number two. So somebodytohire.com. Right now, my projects are basically having my web developer fix up our website because, uh, you know, our website wasn't converting the best. It just was not so great. And so we're putting more information up. Uh, We've got a referral network uh, partnership uh, program that we put up recently. And uh, and really, I'm focused more on customer service with our clients because your clients are where, you know, your revenues are coming in. Your pocket money is coming in from that, and you really need to focus on your existing clients. And then at the same time, you need to be able to focus on generating leads. And I'll give you guys a hint. The greatest and best place online, if you're if you're one of these people that are scared to go out to conferences and actually shake hands with people, you can get sales online. And I'll, I'll give you the secret. The biggest secret is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is so powerful. You need to buy or purchase the monthly premium package. It's somewhere between $60 or $80. Yes, it may be a little bit much for some people starting out, but honestly, when you use the advanced search feature in LinkedIn, you can find almost anybody in business all around the world and target them and start developing relationships that will lead into possible sales. So stay off of Facebook, okay? Unless you're a t-shirt business, then definitely buy ads there. But if you're a service-based industry like myself, you need to be on a place like LinkedIn and start nurturing relationships there. That is my advice for for anyone starting a business. LinkedIn is a gold mine. Actually, someone someone just posted that on Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn is a gold mine. That is all. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of good uh, stuff about LinkedIn, and I mean, again, you have to know your avatar. You have to know who you're targeting, and then you have to find out where they are. So, uh, but thank you so much for sharing that, Joseph. It's been a blast having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey and your knowledge, and just pr- providing so much value for my listeners. I appreciate it, MC. And if anybody wants to connect with me, I am on LinkedIn. It's J O. Z-S-E-F-K-I-S-S is my last name. And uh, hopefully MC will put that into the show notes. And, uh, you know, look me up there. Let's have a conversation. If I can help you in any way, uh, I'm not going to sell you on anything. But if you want to have a conversation about business or life, look me up. And I'm always uh, available for a, a nice little chat in any way that I can help. Fantastic. Yeah, you, you've shared so many good resources. I will put them all in the show notes and all of Joseph's information will be there as well. Thank you, MC, for having me on the show. Thank you for joining me and my guest, Joseph Kiss. Remember to grab your free audiobook download from Audible. You can download any book for free when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free trial and audiobook download at cashflowninjabook.com or text free book to 44222. And please support our show shopping on Amazon through our homepage at CashflowNinja.com. And don't forget to join our community and mailing list by texting the word Ninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222.
222. That's two fours and three twos. As always, guys, if there's any way I could provide more value to you and serve you better, please go to our contact page and send me an email. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cash Flow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 